by my bed Folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my water and my bread Thankful to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep Waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep Freedom loving Patriotic, deplorable bum. I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall. Fighting with my family, we go run, we go Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? Hope you all had an absolutely beautiful weekend. I know the cold is coming in, so everybody get ready. Pull your heavy jackets out. Get those gloves ready. Make sure there's antifreeze in your car. We had to do all those things today. It's going to be 17 degrees tonight. 
I think tomorrow's not even going to give above freezing. I love this weather. This is awesome. Kilted Christian episode 493. Tonight's topic after the news will be the forbidden knowledge. And I have been reading about this for a while, just kind of going through, and I found some great articles about this. I'm going to read from a couple of those this evening. Guys, it's going to be a great show. This may be a two-part series. Um, so I'll get to the rest of it here in a moment. Kilted Christian 493, forbidden knowledge. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. All right. So I guess uh, we'll start this off real quick. First, I'll say, hi, Livin. How are you doing? The cookies smell great. I'm doing pretty good after cooking some cookies for you. It's been a really cold day here, though, and we're surviving. Yeah, there's no wind right now, though. We just yeah. had a lot to catch up on today. We realized Texas is a whole lot different. We never had to prepare, so I had to make sure to get the antifreeze in the cars and the antifreeze windshield wiper stuff and make sure that all the drawers are, the cabinet doors are open, water is dripping. 17 degrees this evening. I think, well, actually 20 this evening, 17 tomorrow night. Um, tomorrow isn't going to give above 30. So No, it's pretty cold. <laughs> I know. Look at MSM Liars. I can see you shivering right here through what the chat. What did he say? <laughs> no, he, we talked about MSM Liars when we were talking earlier about the cold. Oh, yeah, it's cold. And, yeah, if we're hoping to get a wood stove going here, Montana dude. We have someone that's going to give me a call to come out and check it out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're going to hopefully get that fireplace up. And I know Matt and Heavy are dealing with this same cold. Coldness. It did come a little bit earlier this year. Um, it'd be nicer with snow. Oh, right. But Oh, come on, snow. So anyways, uh, we'll go ahead and tell you now. Our um, yes. Kilted Christmas giveaway Q&A will be on Friday, December 1st. So this Friday, make sure that you are here. Brush up on your your scriptural knowledge and knowledge of what happened over the next or last year on this show. Um, we'll have uh, multiple of us on here asking questions and we've got a, a decent little bit of prize that we're going to be handing out. Matter of fact, um, we've had a couple people reach out to us asking if they could donate as well to the prize category. So we've got um, Crafty Nut working on her stuff and uh, going to be um, bringing some of her talents in here so that we can pass those on to you guys for that, uh, Friday Q&A this Friday December 1st so I'm looking forward to that we always look forward to it we've done this uh every year since we started this show yes. and, then, and then before on Patreon Tradition Voice and it's kind of become a tradition and a way for us to say thank you for all that you guys do thank you so much for hanging taking the time and hanging out and joining us and we like to do something um just a little something every year so we've got some hoodies Long sleeve tees, t-shirts, a lot of hats that we're giving away. Some cups. Um, some uh, mugs that are going to yeah, be made. Um, all Kilted Christian merchandise. And then, you know, if any of you have some little talents and crafts that you guys do and you want to help us contribute so that we can really get a, a big Q&A going with some gifts, just let us know. Um, just send email us. us. Yeah, send us an email. Let us know what your craft is, and we will add that to the Kilted Christian Kilted Christmas yeah. Q&A giveaway. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. Of course, and those that are listening later, it's at kiltedchristian uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you guys want to um, help and contribute to where we can just get more gifts going, uh, more yeah. Q&A questions, that would be awesome and, and certainly appreciated. This is going to be fun. We always have a lot of fun doing this. Plus, we all love our little Q&As as well. It is a good time. So it's going to be pretty fun. And uh, I hope you all had a great um, 
holiday weekend, a, a nice long weekend for some of us. Some of us have those jobs where we don't get the time off and end up having to work anyway. So I hope you had a good day at work in that case. We still have turkey left over. All the other stuff's <laughs> gone. I, I literally made a sandwich the other day of fixings. It was like <laughs> was turkey, so cool. turkey and fixings. I put all the fixings <laughs> on top of the turkey on bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. And But I didn't do it. I put all the fixings on the side. But we do still have turkey left. Yeah, we have turkey. So what would my sandwich consist of? Turkey, cream corn, um, angeled <laughs> eggs, yeah. um, asparagus wrapped in bacon, and twice-baked potatoes, potatoes. all and, and stuffing, all and on stuffing. top of bread. So it was like literally a, it was a Thanksgiving feast sandwich. Yeah, it was it actually the turkey turned out really good. I was impressed with the turkey big time. Yeah, the turkey came out nice. It's good because uh. You know, it's a, it's one of those things scrap like sandwich. Yeah, it, sometimes, it, yeah, scrap sandwich, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, no turkey sandwiches, Kitty Karen. Well, I can send you some turkey. I get there a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Molded. It may be dry by the time it gets there. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was, we, we call them, Wade, we call them angeled eggs because I feel weird eating deviled eggs. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, I needed, you know, I'd actually meant to go look that up along, you know, I, if I do, Go look up why the origin of deviled eggs came about. We'll, we'll have to do another episode of uh, Strange Things. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Another sh strange origin of things. Man, I need the, my echo button. Strange origin of things. things I was things. sitting there making it. I'm like, well, why do they call them devil's eggs? That's just not good. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we called them angel eggs all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we renamed them. So. If that bothers you, then call them angel yeah, eggs. Yeah, the Amish um, call them. Amish calls them uh, mustard eggs. That's awesome. Oh. I, I like that a whole lot better than, I like angel than, eggs than deviled eggs. Yeah, angel eggs, mustard eggs, a whole lot better than yeah. deviled eggs. Absolutely. We got enough devil in this world already. We don't need yeah, to throw do. them in our eggs, too. Um, so we're going to go through a little bit of news tonight. And then, like I said, this, this may end up being a two-part series that we're doing starting this evening. And it's basically science and technology and forbidden knowledge um, as compared to scripture starting all the way very back at the beginning before even Eve even walked this planet. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll be going through that, some of the scriptural verses and so forth. But first, the crappy news in the world. Guys, it didn't stop because we had a holiday weekend. It just got slow and they like to hide things from us. You know, first we got a uh, old Derek Chauvin. You guys remember me talking about last week about how he got shivved in jail um, they're trying yeah. to kill him because they can't afford for this narrative to break up. So the autopsy report came out saying that he, that uh, George Floyd, quote, died of natural causes, natural causes being um, heart attack related to a uh, drug overdose. So it would technically still be natural because it was a heart attack, not a guy's knee on his neck. That information came out. They cannot afford for this narrative to break apart because if this narrative breaks apart. It shows how far the media and our government were willing to go to push this whole racism thing. It also, they can't say, well, those are mostly peaceful riots because then all of a sudden it's their fault that these riots even began. There's a whole lot of elements to this and they cannot afford for this to, to break apart. So I'm literally waiting for the Babylon B um, oh headline to come true that says Derek Chauvin being investigated for assaulting inmate Shiv. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, come on. It's about right. It's about right. Yeah, pretty much so. And I've got a couple of um, article headlines that just fall right in line with how stupid that headline would have been. But this is how they play the game anymore. So you know, we've got um, the uh, the 
hostages, quote, hostages that are being released, um, you know, the deal that they supposedly brokered that Biden's taken credit for, and only one American has been released so far, and it was a little girl. But if you go through and read any headline about this, it doesn't say little American five-year-old girl who was abducted by Hamas. No, it doesn't say that. It literally says lost girl has been found and released. Yeah. Um, this is this is how crazy they are. They they are going so hard right now with all the lies. And boy, I've got a whole bunch of lies because they don't do anything but lie. It's almost like, hey, this whole show is about to be about lies, but every night's kind of about that because they cannot tell the truth. Um, but yeah, I read that headline today, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Lost girl is found and released. Isn't that just oh, that just it just makes me mad? No, it it, it really it's does. Heartbreaking that they could say that. No, and, and with a straight face, but, mm -hmm. but hey, some of the stuff that I'm going to get to is just as like irritating as anything. And, and I was kind of like, not a grumpy mood today, but just one of those where I just had to sit quiet and think like, why isn't anybody doing anything? Everyone's sitting around waiting for something to happen and, and no one's doing anything. We need to step up and figure out first what we need to do, but this isn't going to change. You know, I told you about the, um, Hoshel, uh, Governor Hoshel, where she has now pushed the um, quarantine camps, being able to remove you and, and keep you quarantined for as long as they want to. There's all no rules. Like, it's literally like if we think we heard you had the sniffles from a guy that knew a guy that knew a guy that saw this guy walking down the street and heard it from another guy, that's enough for them to go grab you out of your house and keep you indefinitely. Uh -huh. um, this isn't this is just a start. You know, we've got uh, the stuff going on in Ireland, which is also going on in France right now where the people have had it. So look, it takes um, a couple of kids and a teacher being stabbed in Ireland before they've had it. And now they're walking the streets trying to make change. And they're they're just burning down the places where the immigrants are and so forth. What is our red line going to be? We, we've had way worse happen in this country. Um, people being violated, people being murdered, people being, you know, killed and, you know, just executed in the streets and, and no one's doing anything. Yeah, beheaded. And what are we doing? We complain about it. I'm no better. You know what I'm saying? I sit here and, and complain about it on the thing. And the question is, is what are we going to do? When are we going to, when is enough enough? When are we going to step up and start getting into the streets and doing something? It is time because we're not going to have that time. The, we're going to walk over this red line. We're never going to be to pass over it again. Our world's going to change. What you saw happening over in Ireland with the uh, immigrants going around killing people, it's going to happen here. You know, they, they say, well, there's a bigger immigration problem over there. No per capita, maybe, but our country is way bigger. And we've got a whole lot more people just crossing that line right over into our country. Um, Over the weekend, there was a thousand people waiting to get through today. There was almost a thousand everybody go past um, Chinese uh, people coming over, people from Palestine and Israel. There was a whole group of about 500 all from Palestine. So this is what we got to deal with right now. And. Our government is lying through their teeth, not doing anything about it. Um, we had an opportunity to get rid of Dorcas Mayorkas, and eight of our Republicans sided to keep them here. We got to do something. At the very least, we got to get rid of these idiots, man. We got way too many idiots in our government. At this point, we'd be better with no government, zero mm -hmm. government, because what are our police doing anymore? Nothing. Their hands are tied. So would we be any better off without police and government? I just, I think, yeah. I mean, because it would be a point where the people are going to take this into their own hands, and it's coming quick. 
And there's going to be a point you're still going after Trump for all this other stuff. He seems to be the only person who's doing anything to help us. Um, everyone else, I don't know. There's a lot of talk, a lot of chatter, no splatter. Let's get stuff done, Congress, Senate. Quit talking and start doing. Um, but we are seeing some things taking place, but the media doesn't talk about any of this. I find it on um, written journal media, but nothing on mainstream media where most people, because nobody reads anymore. I mean, this is your average person anymore. They read the headline and they go, oh, huh, and then they move on. Mm-hmm. They don't read the article, and the articles are very much different than the headlines. The headlines are just gaslighting, um, you know, in order to get you to be like, okay, well, I don't need to read the article. Everything's right there in the headline. Um, most people watch television for the mainstream media news. The news isn't, you're not getting any real news to mainstream media. So there's a, a portion of our people that just don't want to don't want to know about it. We had a lot of people that want to be willfully ignorant. You've got other people that are so brainwashed. We were talking about this earlier. How many people really support Biden or how many people really support Biden because they hate Trump? That's what we're dealing with more. Dude, we were watching something literally right before the show where the guy was being asked about, um, you know, what he thought about Trump doing this, this, this. And he goes, well, what have I told you that was actually Biden that did that? And the dude literally did a did a 180 and, and played it off like, well, he was just doing what Trump was doing. I mean, the brainwashing is so bad that the Trump hate is so bad that people cannot see the reality any longer they can't see through the red in their eyes and the hate they have for trump just to to back off and realize that the guy they're supporting is literally doing exactly what they accuse trump of doing and um it is just this world is insane absolutely insane so first we got um a lot of this you know i told you about the uh pentagon chief that was arrested for trafficking and and more dealing with children um and he was like one of the big people in the biden administration now we've got former Maryland mayor Patrick um, Wohan sentenced to 30 years in prison for child sexual abuse material. Wohan was serving his second term as mayor of College Park after winning an election in 2015. He previously served eight years as a city councilman. Um, more Disney people are going down. I, I saw oh, this, yeah. this dispute today about well, why is Disney losing so much money as a, a big Disney fan? I don't understand. It's like, well, look. It's like, it's one thing to go make in new woke movies that nobody's going to watch, but it's a whole different story when you're going back in the archives and taking classics and, and turning them into woke. You know what I'm saying? Like we were joking that one day there'll be a, a new TV series called Mary Queen of Scots, um, <laughs> casted by a Mexican or a black, woman. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, which is like the white society of Scotland, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I joke, but it's coming. It is. And, and I mean, none of us are going to be surprised. You'll hear me grunt about it. I'll come on here and complain about it for a moment. Um, but yeah, so this this is why Disney's failing is because they're catering to a very small percent of our population. A very small percent. Yeah, Transmary. Yeah, exactly. Transmary. Um, so next, uh, this is from Jim Ferguson. Um, is on uh, X or Twitter. Breaking news. Explosive interview with U.S. Senator Ron Johnson. A global coup is underway. Senator Ron Johnson blows the lid off the corrupt globalist parasites that are attempting a complete worldwide global takeover using organizations like WHO, COVID pandemic, um, oh, where am I? COVID pandemic and why we must fight back. However, we are starting to win the information war to a point. Um, but once again, it needs to go past information. It needs to start being some doing. 
and we are going down a very dangerous path. This is this is a quote from Ron Johnson. Um, but it's a path that is being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control over our lives. Um, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that they're actually openly saying this, to be honest with you. I'm going to play a quick little part clip of this right here. This is uh, Ron Johnson. Uh, this is on uh, Marie Bar- Bartiromo. It's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019 prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, you know... This is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed. But unfortunately, there there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, They they all push the vaccine. Uh, They don't want to be be made aware of the fact that vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. But so so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that. They're not proven wrong. So I got to agree with them. Um, but I'm also going to point out MSM liars. Um, they're just now getting around to this. They yeah. should have called this out three years ago, right along with us. Literally everything that just came out of his mouth, we have been talking about on this show since it began and on Patriot Condition Boys before. And then all of you were talking about this on Twitter and everywhere else. Yep. Um, literally every single thing that he just said, we've been talking about for years. And they're just now getting around to it. So, so here's my question is, are they coming around to it because they are literally just finding out or are they coming around to this because they know that poop's about to hit the fan. So they're like, well, I'm going to be one of the people that gets ahead of this before it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they're the one that dropped all the information. Is that, the yeah, thing? Is that and, what you're saying? Yeah. And that's what I'm wondering if there's something yeah. coming out that we haven't heard about yet. So they're jumping ship. Exactly. Matt and heavy, mm-hmm. uh, true Patriot. Um, he says, how about Bill Maher getting schooled by Oliver Stone and pretending not to? Okay, that yeah. was mind blower. I was not expecting that because Oliver Stone's part of the, the system. So it was a big shock to me that he was on Bill Maher literally um, admitting all the truth. And, and part of that truth that he was admitting was about the election being fraudulent, <laughs> the 2020 election. Yeah. He said it was rigged. rigged. <laughs> yeah. See, and Wade Psyops. Inside of psyops, inside of psyops is basically what it is. And what a headache, man. It's like a dream within a dream within a dream. dream. It's kind of crazy what, what they're all saying though. No, it is. And I'm glad this stuff's coming out. Um, you know, but, but like I said, you know, um, he goes to Maria Bartiromo, um, who watches Maria Bartiromo, but the same people that, that know this stuff's going on. So it doesn't go any further. I'm the only bonus is it. You get little clips to put around on social media and hope that people see it. But I guarantee if I go down inside the comments, I'll have at least four to five bots that are trying to convince people that he's wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The vaccine's the safest thing in the world. As a matter of fact, uh, I see rainbows now because of this uh, vaccine that I took. (laughs) Rainbows. Yep, rainbows. Rainbows (laughs) and unicorns. Life's so much better after being vaccinated. Um. So yeah, so uh, Juanita says, says, sounds like somebody high up might have put a contract on Derek Chauvin, and I kind of I agree with that. Most definitely happened. Um, so uh, thirteen American, if thirteen American hostages had been taken under the Trump administration, it would have been the leading story 
on 24-7 cable news, non-stop. And we all know this. If Trump oversaw a disastrous Afghan war withdrawal, the left um, billions in military hardware and got 13 Americans killed, the media would still be talking about it to this very day. If Donald Trump had risked World War III by sending 43 aid packages to a nation where his son had done illicit business, the news media would be screaming bloody murder. This is how, or this is why we should know that trust America media to report on political news fairly or accurately is never going to happen. You have to replace the news and do your own journalism. And right now, um, I trust uh, independent media and the stuff that people are putting up on Telegram more than I trust anything that comes out of Fox, yeah. CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, and more and more and more. Even though uh, Potato Head, um, <laughs> Potato Head, Potato Head uh, uh, X, was, he, was it MSNBC or CNN? One of those two. Mm -hmm. Potato Head um, is out there saying that that we can't trust what's coming over Telegram and uh, Twitter, that we have to rely on the people that have integrity and honesty like CNN and MSNBC. Like, really? <laughs> Man, they yeah, will spout anything. It's, it's amazing how they can lie with a smile and, and, and look you right in the eyes. And it, it's insane how easy they do it. And I'll be getting us a major line here in a moment with Cabbage Patch. Oh, it's gosh. coming. But first... Uh, Wow. Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky is calling for the removal of the United States Department of Education, given that the department has been turned into a left wing propaganda outlet. And Whoa. good. Yeah. Good for him. I still go back and forth on him because he does some things. I'm like, man, he seems like a pretty good guy. And, and then, then like, you wait two days, days and you're like, oh, Thomas, what are you doing? Um, Cybersecurity expert. Um, Colonel Phil Waldron confirming the 2020 election was in fact connected to the internet and communicated with Frankfurt Journey on election day via Dominion. We were literally talking about that within like five days after the 2020 election. After actually yeah, after 2020 election, um, we were we remember um, the Kraken that was supposed to be released. Yep, that was all about that about on um, how the servers and, and the stuff had been sent over to Germany. And Germany was um, meddling in our elections as well. Um, once again, now, now here we are three plus years later, and uh, they're just now talking about it. But will it go anywhere? Probably not. Nope, I don't think so. Tell you the truth. Yeah, we. you can tell a little bit irritated today. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of news today. I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah, my mom's like, so um, anything good in the news today? I'm like, same old crap. Yeah, nothing. All talk. Happening. No, no do. <laughs> so 10,000, 10,000 illegal aliens using the same exact social security number voted on um, November 3rd, 2020. Um, do you want to um, go into our email and read the uh, email that you read to me right before the show? Okay, this one? Yeah. So who is this from? Uh, this is from Lily. And she said, I just want to give you a heads up on Illinois. Uh, things are things are going to be changing come the first of the year. The, D, the DMV are planning on dropping the temporary status of driver's license for undocumented people. Once this happens, it will fast track them to a voter's registration. So what they're saying is the immigrants that are coming over will be fast tracked and they will be able to vote. Cool. So they'll be sharing. So you're going to have like... 
25,000 votes come from same address in two bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, um, your social security number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your, your address. Yeah. Your address, your social security number. So what are they going to say? Um, yeah, I live at best Western at one, two, three, room two, two, one, two, two, one, along with the other 25,000 people people. that voted from that. There's 20 people that live with me in there. I mean, seriously, what, what the heck? Yeah, I, you know it's it's. Oh. I know, and then I'm you know, frustrated. I know it was <laughs> I'm really um, frustrated. I know it. even the Bill Maher thing when Bill Maher was called out by Oliver Stone. You know, he was like, "Well, the the courts turned all that information down because there wasn't anything." It's like, no, they didn't look at the information. They didn't look at it. They just said we're not going to even take the time to look at the information. There's a big difference between looking at the information, going there's nothing there, or saying I refuse to look at the information. That's not a legit you know, investigation. So nothing was done. Zero things were sent to people and they were like, we're not going to look at it. I'm still waiting. Where, where is this? Uh, what's his name? The Supreme court justice. It was supposed to be in his hands. Oh, you're talking, uh, Thomas. Yeah. Judge Thomas, yeah. justice Thomas, whatever happened to that. I'm still waiting to hear about that. Like I said, we, we hear all this great stuff, but nothing ever gets done. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, how much of this, talk are we going to have to hear with no fruits being bared from it before we stand up and do something because trust me nobody in this government is going to do a damn thing to fix any of those problems if anything in this world gets fixed it's going to be the people of this country if we could come together and that's one of the hardest things ever i mean we're we're fighting we're fighting amongst one another yeah what happened mary all in the bronson's brothers lawsuit you know what i'm saying yeah. that stuff keeps getting pushed out um we, we need to come together for the same party to begin with. And we've got right now this big battle going on between conservatives, DeSantis, Haley, Trump. It's like, no, let's, we're on the same side, guys. We want the same thing. Let's quit arguing about the who and start yeah. fighting for the what. That's where we need to be. Exactly. We, we really need to start looking into Bill Gates and what he is planning for us. Whoa, I read some stuff earlier and I was just cringing because it's coming to grocery stores near us. And so start looking for looking up what he's putting in our food oh yeah like the moving meat did you the see the little meat. the little chicken drumstick that was walking across the plate now they have a name for crickets that are not crickets so yeah. start watching your food i mean what what i mean you should have been a long, long time ago but that, that was, really that's the great thing about great. like human about i'm drinking a beer about, <laughs> about regular human meat is it like the, the meat not human meat but the meat that humans eat yeah. like you cut it off the animal you cook it it stops moving you know what I'm saying? You're not going to have like a, a deer leg or a chicken leg no. run across your plate, man. But whatever, whatever this stuff is, I sat there and watched it wiggle and it was, it was gross. Ooh. Oh, and also his appeal. I think it's appeal. So this lady was on a, she was doing a video and it says organic on the top of the lettuce, but there was a sticker put over it. And when she peeled it off, it was a peel. So what they're doing is they're covering the bag of lettuce with the sticker that says organic, but it is actually is uh, Bill Gates stuff. So when you're shopping for your, you know, your vegetables and your lettuce, look at the stickers. Make sure that is organic. Yeah. Peel the sticker off and make sure there's not another there's sticker, sticker underneath it, it that says, um, be careful, may bite back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. don't want to eat that. Same thing with your meat, too. I Somebody said that you can put meat in water, and if it has stuff in it, it will crawl out if you put a little salt in it. Not sure, haven't tried it, but I'm thinking about it. 
Exactly. And Robin, pray over pray everything. Over There's him. a reason that, oh. that they asked us to pray over our food. Oh, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Dump cola on top of it. Anything will come running out. Oh, right. That's a good thing. And it also cleans your toilets. Yes. And it'll clean your insides out <laughs> until you have no insides. Mm-hmm. So next up, cause for concern. The Biden team is working with social media platforms to counter misinformation. This time, it seeks to counter reports that food and other items cost a lot less after the Biden inflation. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, I love the little back and forth that went on between uh, Ducey and Cabbage Patch today. But we'll get there in a moment. Um, WEF uh, Mariana Mazakuto, our attempt to vaccinate the entire planet failed. Um, so listen to this little bit right here, and then we'll talk about it. This is, yeah. Watch the water. That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street, in our city, in our region, in our nation, and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is, it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, which, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really in some ways experimenting with this notion of the common good can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably so okay we couldn't fool the world into getting vaccinated last time so this time we're just gonna shove it into something that everybody has to drink water Water. and i even discussed this we had a little family conversation the other day about you know, they, they tell you to drink, what, eight glasses of water a day. You don't need eight glasses of water a day. When your body needs water, your body thirsts for it. You know what I'm saying? But they want you to push eight um, glasses a day so that you're, like, basically overdosing on um, fluorides and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, hey, they already poison us with fluoride in our water, making us passive, making us stupid. Why not go all the way and just uh, – stick some vaccines in it too absolutely that's what they're gonna do you know so you gotta wonder when q said watch the water you know is this what he was talking about probably yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna drink rainwater i feel safer drinking the stuff that falls out of the sky than i do comes out of the faucet anymore yeah as long as it's not on a (laughs) crisscross they're playing tic-tac-toe on the skies lately i seen some i think it was in um ms MS Liars new chat. Somebody was putting their uh, chemtrail pictures up in there. Mm-hmm. Was that you, John? Yeah, probably. John's been sending them yeah. to me throughout the week. Oh my god, it was. Those are just terrible. It looked like they were playing like a game. You know, the sky was all crisp. Yeah, a few others as well. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh my god, you have to stand, and then you wonder why we all feel horrible. All right. Yeah, no, you know, everybody's, you know, I, I can just, everybody's getting the same kind of thing from like state to state to state and country to country. And it's like, yeah. well, probably the crap falling out of the sky. I'd imagine they're, yeah. they're bawling us. Oh, that's barium and aluminum. Biggest threat to us. I think. Yeah. That plus the water. Yeah. You know, and then all the stuff that falls from the sky falls into the water. Absolutely. Yep. The lakes. 
Oceans. Yeah, exactly. So Steve's doing what I'm doing. He says he feels the same way about rainwater. I'm just going to go outside and open my mouth when it rains and be like, all right, cool. Well, we got a catcher. You can yeah. just go. We've got, yeah, we've got um, the Four. three cisterns yeah, and then three. the chicken cistern. Mm-hmm. So um, this is interesting too. More stuff coming out from the footage. Um, you know, not all the footage has been released yet for January 6th. People are like, hey, come on, Johnson, when are you going to start releasing the rest of our footage? Um, you know, slow rolling it or hoping that we, you know, okay, cool. We got enough. We're tired of looking at it. We don't need to see anymore. I want to see it all and I will look through it all. Um, but someone needs to ask Christopher Ray again, why was mm-hmm. Antifa inside the Capitol building on January 6th before any MAGA protesters even entered that front door? And there's photos and video of literally Antifa kind of taunting the crowd, holding an Antifa flag up in one of the windows. And then, of course, the Reader's Acts context statement they put up on Twitter now tries to say, oh, no, that was a Nick Fuentes flag. No, it was not. That was an Antifa flag. Um, but like I said, so, so they say that Twitter is supposed to be getting fixed, but mm-hmm. you know, it still allows people to lie underneath truth. Um, it still allows people to get removed for telling the truth. Um, so it really hasn't changed. And then once again, I'm going to pose the same question that uh, our brother Jeff posed to me earlier. Why does Elon Musk keep going over to Israel? I would love to know that too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know. I just don't. Uh, there's some things that I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's okay. But then there's some things I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I know. I'm going to play this little clip right here. Um this is the evil origins of the Statue of Liberty, and this is pretty crazy, too. We've talked about it a little bit about some of the statues that they had over um, the uh, Colossus of Rhodes and some of the other uh, pagan uh, Statue of Liberty-looking statues, but here's the origin of what it really was. There's also a witchcraft structure. So it's just a building, but it has certain connotations. Then France the one that has this new philosophy for a new world, sends a gift to the United States, the Statue of Liberty. So let's ask UNESCO what it means. UNESCO says, the seven rays emanating from Mitra's halo, there's the god Mitra, uh, symbolize the triumph of the forces over the forces of darkness. Now, (laughs) you must understand that Lucifer says that Michael and his angels represent the forces of darkness. That Yahweh is the devil. Isn't that terrible? Do you remember that? We did that. And here UNESCO tells us that the head of the Statue of Liberty is adorned with Mitra's seven rays. The flame she holds is a sun symbol. So this is the torch of Lucifer. Because it doesn't matter whether Lucifer is male or female, he's androgenic in uh, his story. Here is the foundation stone. At this site on August 5, 1884, the cornerstone of the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty, enlightening the world, that's illumination, was laid with ceremony by William so-and-so, Grand Master of Masons. And there's the Masonic sign. So the Statue of Liberty is Masonic. Everything will appear to be Masonic as we continue. Tex Mars writes, towering above the shimmering but polluted waters, she holds in her outstretched arm and her hand the torch of fire and light, a gift of the Masonic order, the modern inheritors of the Illuminati heritage of the Statue of Liberty was sculptured 
by Frederick Bartholdi, a member of the Masonic Lodge of Alsace-Lorraine in Paris, France. It's almost like the Jezebel. But that's one thing is I've heard people go back, everybody thinks that they call it Lady Liberty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, is it a lady? It's a man. Yeah, that's what they're saying right here is that, mm-hmm. you know, even the story of, of Satan, you know, when they talk about God, they, you know, father, he, they use masculine terms. Same thing with Christ. Um, not so much with Satan. He was uh, both. It's and a man, it, baby. Yeah, and it falls into um, Baphomet, the mm-hmm. little devil-looking man-woman creature with the fingers in the air, air and the fingers yes. going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this weekend, um, Trump went to the uh, South Carol went to South Carolina to watch Clemson play Carolina and their little rivalry. And uh, he was literally so. This is from Randy the Savage. Randy the Savage is uh, Brendan Dilly's wife. Um, they were there with them. She said, I was in the stands taking footage of South Carolina fans booing their Clemson rivals as they took the field to warm up. So th- they used the sound effects and the footage of the, the people in the stands booing when Clemson was coming out onto the field. So they were booing the team that they don't like. They weren't booing Trump. So the pathetic um, spin attempt of the media trying to make it seem like the crowd booed Trump was ridiculous. And she told Trump about this, about what they were doing on, on media. And Trump goes, oh, just wait. In a minute, I'm about to walk on the field and prove them all wrong. So Trump goes out, man, and it was literally a crowd of happy, excited fans that Trump was there. Um, they doctored the entire thing to make it look like he was the bad one. And that's not a surprise. Um so this is Tom Fenton um, replying to Libs TikTok. He says, there is an evil leftist translational conspiracy against freedom of speech. So this is in Ireland. Um, listen to this woman right here. And don't think for a second that this isn't coming to a country near you. Whether you live in America, Canada, or any other country around this world, this is what you should be expecting coming soon. We need to get rid of these people like yesterday. When you think about it, All law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. Restricted rights. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. She needs to remove the Irish from her. She's not Irish. Mm -mm. So give you a little context of what this is all about. The Irish people have gotten pissed. They're done. They had some people, some kids and a teacher that were stabbed. Um, they went to the streets, started going after these immigrants, trying to burn up the places that they live. Um, so what they're doing now is their cabinet, their um, government is proposing new restrictions and laws um, against any kind of anything that would be considered hateful towards the immigrants. Anything. If you have a meme and you find it in your phone, this is what they're talking about. And you can be arrested for up to like 10, 10 to 20 years in prison, depending on how bad this is. Conor McGregor, the um, MMA fighter, you guys know about him. He uh, utilized his platform the other day and uh, ended up when he won or when he had the microphone, 
was talking about the atrocities that were going on in Ireland right now, how they're trying to get rid of the Irish people in that country. And uh, now, instead of the country doing an investigation on the immigrants over there trying to cause problems, they're doing an investigation on Conor McGregor because he utilized his platform, which is a very large platform, to tell a little bit of truth. So now they're going after him. Um, what's his name? Bryce something. I can't remember his name. Another MMA fighter, the, the Arkansas boy. I believe he's from Arkansas. But anyways, he utilized his time um, after a win to pray. Right. And he yeah, prayed he right prayed. there on the mat. And they shut him, him off down. so quick. Mm -hmm. They they literally the, they shut the, the his microphone off. Yeah. And then we're doing commentation over the top of it. So allow, you know, the people were sitting there doing like just yapping instead of listening to him pray. Yeah, he was down on his knees on the uh, in the ring praying. Along with the opponent. Yeah, and with, yeah, exactly. And and they were just kind of talked over him. It was kind of sad to see that, you know. I hope they got a lot of flack for that because it was kind of rude. No, it was it was bad and, mm -hmm. and it, not surprising. Um, it says, unreal middle school teacher at um, C Public Schools organized a class activity where students wrote hateful messages and mailed it to Moms for Liberty. That is, the C Public Schools is spending class time indoctrinating their students with this crap. Literally having them write hateful letters to send to Moms for Liberty. And it was probably like math, math class. Like, mm -hmm. all right, kids, today for math, we're going to write nasty LGBTQ write letters and send them to these people. Like, what a joke. Um, so here it is. Pinocchio is at it again. Families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries. I'm going to go through something a little bit uh, that gets in a little bit more detail than that. Let me find it real quick. Unless they removed it, which wouldn't surprise me. Now, here it is. So this is um, a little back and forth today between uh, Ducey. So Ducey says, on lowering prices, you said earlier that the actions president has taken have worked. So is it your sense that when people go home for Thanksgiving, catching up with their family members, they were saying to each other, can you believe how much more affordable things have gotten? Mm -hmm. um, KJP Cabbage Patch in response says, so honestly, I wouldn't, uh, I, I hear the question and she's stuttering, um, but I want to make sure that this is very clear. We take that very seriously. We take, um, we take what families uh, 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 stutter families to decisions that they make at their kitchen table very seriously. It is not a joke to us as important to us. This is the president who talks about it in a very personal way. The data shows that the economy is improving. The data shows that the households remain in strong financial position. That's why president at two o'clock is going to talk about it. Um, what the actions that will be taken to continue to lower cost. Okay. We use this analogy the other day. You stick a two foot rod up your bum and then you pull it out six inches. You're not going to be thankful that you only have one and a half feet instead of the entire two feet. It's still going to suck. Like this, the same game that they play is that they, they make it worse and then they make it a little better, which is still way worse than it used to be only for you to be like, well, at least it wasn't as bad as it was. And it's the same game they play. So, um, what did Biden say about this today? Well, Biden, being the same big idiot that Biden normally is, literally gets up there and instead of saying, I feel your pain, he, he said, your pain is fake. Your pain I'm not, is I shouldn't be laughing, fake. But could you, do you expect anything else out of him, though? He's so 
I mean, how he oh, he represents us, and oh, it's so embarrassing. It just makes you sick. Oh no, absolutely. Oh. Your pain is fake. What you got, you guys, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Listen to what we're telling you. Don't look at your receipt. Your receipt's lying to you. Mm -hmm. That two bags of groceries that cost you two hundred dollars, man, it's lying to you. Listen to what we're telling you, not what your pocketbook is saying. Don't listen to your empty wallet. Listen to us. us. Yeah. Man, oh, this is disgusting. We this these people are gonna just destroy us. Um, so next, going back to the youngest American hostage, the one that was the only American that was released. Listen to this. So it turns out that the great aunt of this little girl, this little hostage that was released um by Hamas is a buyer of Hunter Biden's art who is then appointed by Joe Biden to the U.S. Commission for the Preservation of the American Heritage Abroad. So it wasn't a coincidence that this one got released because they owed her favors. Of course they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I know. Gosh. Imagine that. Um, so they have planned for years to uh, take over America and implement Sharia law within our government. It all started with the Trojan horse Obama. Listen, the organization that they have set up within our government. And this was a uh, Bridget Gabriel, um, literally talking about this on the news as well. So shocker, you know, but like I said, are they doing it because they know there's nothing we can do about it? Are they doing it because they legitimately want to get this information out to us? Or are they doing it because they're trying to stay a step ahead of what's about to fall out and they don't want to be part of it? It could be any one of those things. I hate the fact that I used to be such a trusting person. I know. Like yeah, really I, I used to too. give, I used to give just three years yeah. ago. I was, I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Now I'm nope. like, ah, these people are just lying to us. <laughs> um, so this right here, and just more conservative um, craziness, intolerance is the norm. So one of the, uh, the black Fox um, newscasters was in a coffee shop. And they recognized who he was, and they ended up kicking him out of the coffee shop saying, well, we don't align with your politics. You need to leave. Um, if this had been reversed, if this was a Democrat and that had happened because a Republican gave him the boot because they didn't want to hear their, their lies, um, that business would be shut down. The government would be going after him. Yeah, this is racism. Exactly. But, I mean, here's the thing. You're, you're only black if you support the Democrats. If you're black... If you're other than that, you're just a dark skinned guy who supports Republicans, but you're not black. Unbelievable. Mm -mm. And it shows how little people know about history because all they have to do is go back and look at a little history and realize that the very first black senator for the Democrat Party happened in 1993. 1993. That mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago when the first you had like at least 20 something blacks in Senate and Congress on the Republican side back in the 1800s. Yeah. Just a little bit far behind me. When I read that, because I knew that the Republicans had been the first ones to bring um, black people into their party. And I thought that was awesome. But then I did not know that it wasn't until 1993 that the Democrats had their first. So what they did is they, they, they hit the double. It was a black female. So they're like, cool. Mm -hmm. So now we got the first female and the first black person. We could just kill two birds with one stone. In 1993, we were all alive yeah. when this happened. If that tells you anything. Every one of us here, well, maybe not every one of us here, but most of us here were alive when that happened. Um, so any doubt we're facing demons, 
Um, WEF professor says that we need a mass movement. You ready for this one? To allow pedophiles to buy kids for sex. Oh, whoa. Yeah, you're right. I'm um, Terry Lynn. She says it's, it's all optics for them. And see, that was the thing. Um, it wasn't about optics when the Republicans um, brought all those uh, African-Americans and black people into their Congress, into their Senate. But it was all about optics and everything's about optics for the Democrats. Absolutely. You know, that's why they're trying to break the first ceiling. So that, you know, you'll just expect to see Michelle Obama, Michael. Yeah. See, boy, she, how many glass ceilings is that breaking? First woman, first man, woman, first black woman, first black man, woman. Yeah. Big Mike. That's right. Oh gosh. Um, next, uh, Hat tip to uh, Daily Fetch for catching these liberal media unhinged moments. Um, I'm going to play this little clip for you. Sorry, guys. This is a mix of like all the people that you don't want to hear. Um, but once again, they're they're trying to set the stage right now for um, what's coming or what they're trying to convince you, you is coming yeah. about Trump. And let's listen to this, guys. We're a year out and they're already trying to tell you that Trump's. Once again, Trump's going to start World War III. Trump's going to kill everybody. Trump's going to get a gun that never runs out of bullets to go around and kill everybody. It's coming, guys. Well, listen, if he, if he gets reelected, we deserve what we get. Yes, wait. Listen, if we put him back in, if we put him, if he gets back in, we deserve what we got. We deserve what we got. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he is voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're going to look like idiots uh, because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Only Again, the only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. The yeah, Republican the, Party. The only one that stood between him and the intern that he killed was a ashtray and a desk. Mm -hmm. um, these guys are just absolute fools. And it's the same thing. Like, literally, you guys remember everything he accused Trump of was going to do, mm -hmm. and he didn't do any of it. He, he had peace in this country, a good economy. Um, everything that they accused him was going to happen, and they're still accusing him. Like, apparently, the reason that we're having the, the infl high inflation and high this and high that and terrible economy and so forth is still because of Trump. We're three years into this new administration, and they are still blaming Trump. And... Guys, I don't know about you. I don't remember. I don't think I went into a coma <laughs> because I, I remember, man, having money left in my wallet. Yes. I remember paying just over two bucks for gas. I remember going to the store and spending $100 worth of groceries and literally filling up my refrigerator. Yeah. Um, I remember all that stuff. I remember going, hey, you want to go on a vacation? Yeah, let's do it. Rather than going, um, I don't know if we can afford it. I'll tell you what. Let's just... Uh, eat ramen noodles this week mm -hmm. so we can save a little. It wasn't like that. Life was a whole lot better under Trump. Um, and now they're, they're going out with the new things. And I'll tell you right now, you know, Trump's going to execute people. Look, That's everyone that is going to be executed has it coming. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, that truth needs to come out more and more and more when these people can't walk the streets anymore because 
The people will execute them. And there'll be a point where people get so pissed off when they find out the truth, especially about the kids, that people are literally ripping people limb by limb walking down the streets. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got to do a whole lot of praying to God. Like, (laughs) oh, God, I just saw Tony Podesta today. Please keep me calm and don't let me go rip them limb from limb. Amen. It's funny. I seen a I seen something on X today that was wondering where those guys were. Oh, I know. Have you seen? Did you see yeah. that? It was uh, um, a lot of them are AWOL. It, where, where's Tom Hanks? Yeah, De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Where's De, 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 De Niro? Think about that. Remember him just raging every day? Yeah, nonstop. You you, you saw him go? at least once a day, and now you don't see him anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't see um all these people. Hanks? Colbert. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of these people are just, yeah, they're just they're disappeared. Going bye-bye. So, uh, Mille, um, the Argentinian president now, um, literally shut down the central bank or the Argent is going to, or excuse me, shutting down the central Argentinian bank. Good. Good. Hey, I'm, I'm behind him on that. Yeah. We need to do it next. Like I said, that's where all the corruption begins and ends. You, you rip that apart and Ooh. you basically have removed the money from the beast. Yep. I just um, hope he has some good security. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Just keep praying for these people. For like, I don't know if they're good or not, but nonetheless, like pray they do the right thing. And Jesus intervenes in their lives and makes them do the right thing. Um, France going to the same thing. Ireland is French. You shut uh, or shout Islam out of Europe um, following an attack and a murder of French teenagers by uh, North African migrants. So more and more you're seeing this in other countries. You're going to be seeing that a lot here in this country. And this is another infuriating speaking of, you know, we were talking earlier about um, how they, they make these headlines to enrage people and people don't actually go in and read the, read the articles. Listen to this. So there was a little boy. First off, it was a little boy. This guy, this kid was like maybe 10, 12 years old at the Mm -hmm. very most. He went to a a chiefs game and he dressed up as a native American. He uh, had half of his face red and half of his face painted black. And the picture that was taken for the article was literally from his um, right side. So you can only see the black paint on his face. And here's the article. The NFL needs to speak out against the Kansas City Chiefs fan in blackface and a Native American headdress. Yeah. And the kid had red and black. Yeah. Literally, it was first off, it was a kid. A kid. I mean, a kid kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked awesome. He did. He looked great. He was supporting his team. And like I said, half his face was red, half of it was black. But the picture that they put online or the, and they put into this article was just the black side of his face titled um, "Fan Chiefs Fan in Blackface. Yeah. Ooh, if I was his parents, I'd be finding oh, me an attorney. I would be suing the... And yeah, the headdress on it is not no cheap headdress. Oh, no, it's a it, nice one. It's a nice headdress that he has on. And so just to say that about a little kid is just disgusting. And I used to love dressing up in like oh, Indian yeah. stuff when I was a kid. Well, you can't, what do you can't go to games anymore and support your team without being called a blackface or you know, a racist or whatever? That's yeah. pretty sad. That's really sad. I know. I, I remember I went to a Jaguars game dressed as a Jaguar and I was called a, I was called an anti-feline like all day long. <laughs> are you anti-feline? Look at you. You're not a real feline. Look at you. You need to stop acting like a feline. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, that's so bad. I know. I'm just, this world is just insane. 
I mean, you used to you used to be part of the fun of going to a game. Yeah, like dressing dress up, up in your your colors, put your and, cheese hat on, and having beer spilt, having beer, beer spilt, spilt on, on your, your head, or your nachos. Exactly. You see that girl that had her nachos dumped on him because she put her hands up, and the guy got so excited, and he dumped. She hit the nachos and it dumped on her, and everybody got all mad. Oh, I know. Yeah, and I know. It and it was her fault. Purpose. Yeah, it wasn't on purpose. I know it was her fault. You yeah. know, just wait. Just wait until the Packers, man. It's coming, guys. The vegans will start protesting the Packers <laughs> to change their name. So cheesy. You guys are cheesy. Oh, yeah. Well, Uh-oh. here we are. We're about to reach $34 trillion on the U.S. debt. $34 trillion dollars treasury just borrowed another 60.9 billion on friday pushing the federal debt over 33.8 trillion for the first time and we are heading quickly to that 34 trillion it'll be here before the end of the year we've only got a month left pocket change huh maddie yep the people telling you that fascism this is well said too the people telling you that fascism will come to america if trump wins are the ones who indicted him four times, banned him off of social media, supported Antifa brown shirts, rigged the 2020 election, and used the FBI to terrorize his supporters. <laughs> fascism is here. It isn't coming. It's here. And it's this administration who are the fascists. Yeah. So then um, Disney here. So, um, so what do people want from Disney? Every single movie seems to be struggling at the box office. I'll tell you why. So this guy right here's reply is there's a poignant moment here at the end of that hideous strength where Frost is possessed by a demon, is instructed to lock himself in a room and set the room on fire. He has a moment of lucidity. Um, He senses the will of Jesus offering to save him from this fate. All he has to do is stop, but he can't. He is too stubborn, too resigned, and ideological incapable. All Disney has to do is make a movie that isn't a hate letter to heterosexual white middle Americans and anti-Christian films. And this new movie, Wish, is literally um, anti-Christian. There's actually some anti-Christian comments in this film trying to demean um, our religion. So, yeah. Um, Biden claims Thanksgiving dinner was the fourth cheapest ever on record. What an wow. idiot, man. Like, we too stupid to, to, to know the reality. You know, it's like, oh, well, I, I know that I had an empty wallet after I bought the turkey that I really couldn't afford. I was either that or purchase a car. I don't know. Um, but, hey, listen to this guy. He'll tell you the truth, and you can forget everything that you think you know. But I love this one right here. This is a little funny thing. It says, a man at my wife's work has been inappropriately touching her. Honestly, I feel like it's her fault. She was the one that chose to work from home. <laughs> I, I need I need a laugh every now and then. Right. And the meat tools. One other thing that I was going to mention before we get into our topic this evening, and I don't know where it is, so I may end up having to talk about it tomorrow. And yeah, we'll have to talk about it tomorrow. So, anyways, we're going to go into the topic tonight. Spend the rest of this evening. This will probably be a part one of this topic, but um. Tonight, we're going to be talking about science and technology, the forbidden knowledge. So um, following the wonderful creation of the world and the first man in, uh, in Genesis chapters one and two, we find the Lord giving a firm warning to Adam um, that stern word of advice was the following. This came from uh, in Genesis. Um, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day, 
thou um, eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. That is Genesis 2.17, that's King James Version. What I find interesting about this is that the Lord gave this warning to Adam even before Eve had been created. It seems to me that as a wise father, the Lord was giving Adam a fair warning of the dangers that were to come so that he could be aware of them and not fall prey to them. As the apostle Paul tells us in his second letter um, to the Corinthian brethren, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And that is 2 Corinthians 2.11. That's also from the King James Version. Um, this is a, the very same thing that we do um, with, our flesh, uh, uh, with our flesh children. In addition to teaching them what is right and what is wrong, what is acceptable behavior and what isn't, we also make them aware of the pitfalls and the dangers that we need to watch out for. However, despite all of our warnings, um, we, we cannot walk the path of life for them. This is something that they must do for themselves and that we as parents can only guide them, but we can't walk that path for them. So as with our flesh children, the Lord will likewise not decide for us, but he will give us the information that we need to, the warnings and the precautions ahead of us. Remember, we do have free will. So we must do that for ourselves. We must make those choices by listening to God's wisdom and, and the discussions that God talked about us and the warnings that he gave us. As I discuss in, um, in this particular article, free will and personal choice, we have been given the freedom of our personal choice, the ability to manifest our love for our Heavenly Father through our obedience to His Word. In the case of the Garden of Eden, Satan was apparently privy to the Lord's warning to Adam, and thus he completely um, circumvented the youthful Adam um, and attacked the harmony of the Garden through Eve. So he bypassed uh bypassed Adam, went straight to Eve because he knew that he had been warned. So if Satan had approached Adam directly, um, there's perhaps that Adam would have uh, had sense and the strength to resist this because he had already heard the Lord's words. But because Satan attacked through his beautiful wife, Adam's defense against the demonic plan was weakened. So now that the serpent, this is a Genesis 3.1, King James Version as well. Now that the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, Yeah, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. As we all know, Eve and then Adam, in direct disobedience of the Lord's commandment, did eat of that forbidden fruit of the tree of knowledge and the good of good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree um, to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. This is Genesis 3.6, King James Version. So as I've stated in the other um, articles that this guy had written, and like I said, I'm going to um, tell you who this guy was. And, and he, like I said, of all the different things, articles and stuff that I had read and people that have done digging into this particular topic, um, this guy is dead on. He has done some phenomenal um, research on this. And I'll give you his name right before we end the show so you guys can go read these yourself, um, some of the other articles that he has done before this and after. So it seems to me that there is a strong possibility that Adam and Eve had already complete, um, contemplated committing their sin for some time before they actually disobeyed. Um, we don't know how large the Garden of Eden was, but we must ask ourselves why the first pair was near the forbidden tree on that faithful day. 
was it just a coincidence? Was it curiosity? Um, or could it be more likely a small child who was told do not touch and they touched anyways? They wanted to poke out a finger just one time and see if they could get away with it. So although Adam and Eve were made by God's own hand, although they were as um, humanly perfect as a human could possibly be, they were not gods. In a sense, they were like the foolish children that we have when they're kids and we're trying to do what's best for them. And they're like, ah, you're just a parent. You don't know how that pot is hot. I won't ever touch it again. Perhaps it was for this reason that it was so easy for Satan to get them to yield to their youthful pride and vanity and disobey their heavenly father. And everything changed after that. So they knew that what they were doing was wrong. It wasn't a sin of ignorance. Not only had the Lord told Adam directly, but he had also put, put it in um, them to know. For as Paul tells us in his epistle to the Romans, which shew the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts, um, the mean, or the thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. This is Roman 2.15 King James Version. So just prior to their disobedience, the voice of their conscience must have been sounding an alarm into their hearts. Um, don't do that. Don't eat that. You know this is wrong. You were warned not to. Yet despite the Lord's stern warning, they hardened themselves to his voice. Um, this is why uh, they immediately after their act of rebellion, we are told that they hid themselves. Just like that small child um, they knew that they had done wrong and they'd go to hide. Just like your dog when he looked at the ground, yet yeah, up at you with his eyes because he knew what he did was wrong. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking into the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. This is in Genesis 3, 8, King James Version. As the previous verse from Romans says, not only did Adam and Eve hide themselves, but they also tried to excuse themselves by shifting the blame once their sin had been discovered. Adam blamed his wife for his failure, and Eve proceeded to blame the serpent. So they all pointed the fingers at something else rather than taking that responsibility for themselves. And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest uh, to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is that that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. And I did eat Genesis three twelve through 13. How much of this sounds just like people today who refuse to accept responsibility for their own actions, whose thoughts only toward committing evil. The prophet Isaiah exposed the sinful condition of the wicked when he said their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of inequity, wasting and destruction are in their paths. Isaiah 59, 7, King James Version. This one thing that we have to deal with all the time here is why having that relationship with God and understanding the wisdom is so important right now, more than it ever has been. It was always super important, but more than ever is because the devil's trying to deceive us in every way that we can possibly possibly deceive us. He's trying to keep us distracted. He's trying to keep us um, full of misinformation, questioning our faith and so forth. Um, and we, we need God's relationship or that relation with God so that we start doing the right things. Um, and it's just like with me, you know, I talk about it all the time, how I get frustrated and I'm just like, you know, there, there's days that I wake up and I'm like, man, I just, I want to end all these evil people's lives, just remove them from the earth. 
fortunately having that relation with God, God's like, ah, ah, probably a better way of taking care of this. Remember, those who live by the sword will die by the sword. The sword should be used in a case of defense, but it should be a last alternative. You shouldn't jump right into the sword or throw in those rocks. There may be a time for that, but there's other ways of dealing with things before we get to that point. Um, um, next, uh, they may be able to skirt human laws and even divine laws and get away with it for now. But someday soon, they are going to have to pay the price for their disobedience and their unbelief. The Lord will simply not swallow the excuse of innocence through ignorance. We will all be held accountable to the Lord. So for those people, they're like, I would just rather not know. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to them every day, especially, um, you know, it's a little easier today to talk to them. I've got people that are wanting the answers now. But just three or four years ago, I had people that hated me. I, my family wouldn't even talk to me for a time because they were like, I, I just don't want to know. I, I would just, you know, rather keep on living the way that I'm living. And I just don't, don't tell me, you know, blissful, willful ignorance. Well, right here, it says, you know, the Lord will simply not swallow the excuse of innocence through ignorance. Not going to happen. We all need to know. We're all aware of it. And just because you don't want to admit that, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just not going to, it's not a good excuse because God's trying to give us the answer. He's trying to let us know what's going on. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. That is Romans 14, 12. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body. According to that, he hath done, whether it be good or bad, 2 Corinthians 5, 10. The result of disobedience by Adam and Eve is that their eyes were opened and the evil satanic knowledge began to pervert their thoughts and judgment. And think about that. This was right off the bat. Like God creates the world. He creates light. He creates earth. He creates man. He creates woman. Boom. There's Satan. <laughs> like right off the bat. Satan didn't give him any time. He's like five days later. I'm right here messing with things. Um, and the eyes of both were opened. And they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Genesis 3, 7. They had been naked all along, yet it wasn't until they disobeyed and partook of the tree that they received a distorted view of the truth. What had once been viewed as something beautiful and natural that wasn't something that we would even think about was now seen as something shameful and in need of covering. In the epistle to the Corinthians, Paul tells us that Satan is the God of this world. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. This is 2 Corinthians 4 4. So, exactly what is it that the God of this world has to offer? Not much by God's standards. The Apostle John made it very clear when he said, For all that is in this world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of this world. This is 1 John 2.16. So um, these are the exact same things that Adam and Eve fell for victim to. Same things that we're dealing with today. When they submitted themselves to Satan instead of to God by choosing the tree over obedience to the Lord. And it's no different to us when we make our sinful choices. We're choosing the devil over God. And we know what's wrong. We know what the laws are. We still make mistakes. God knew when Jesus came down to this earth and he walked this earth, 
he saw that you know people were being deceived and battled by Satan, demons and minions from every corner. Mm-hmm. It was nowhere in this world that you could walk that Satan wasn't trying to destroy you, deceive you, or mislead you. These are the exact same things that Adam and Eve fell victim to when they submitted themselves to Satan instead of God, just like us. Their position of humility before the Lord was replaced by sinful pride. Pride. Same thing we're dealing with. You think it's a coincidence that they're calling these LGBTQ things pride rallies? It's sinful pride. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing is, is you can point that out to them and they'll be like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, that's just a coincidence. Or no, you're just reading too much into it. No, we're not. There's a reason they call it that. So what um, had been viewed as a natural was now viewed as sinful to the eyes of lust. Although this was a terrible blow to God's creation and set things off balance, it was something which the Lord had foreseen. And thus he had no choice but to dispel both Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. Exactly why was this necessary? The answer is found towards the end of the third chapter of Genesis in the following verses. So, and the Lord said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, he also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the, say, or from the garden of Eden to till the, the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the uh, garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. And this is Genesis 3, 22 through 24. So in essence, by choosing the tree of knowledge and by good and evil, Adam and Eve had opted for the corruption of Satan over the purity which comes through the obedience to God's word. Before their fall, they viewed everything as being good, just as the Lord had said it was um, each of the six days of creation. However, upon indulging in the evil disobedience, their judgment became corrupted. The prophet Isaiah warned against this very thing, and he said, Woe! Unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put their darkness for light and the light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is Isaiah 5.20. And we're seeing those examples more and more every day. Literally people calling good evil and evil good. Um, The devil's got so much control over all of our governments. People are still trusting in our governments. They're abiding by unjust laws. Um, then once again, you know, Jeff and I had that discussion uh, a couple Sundays ago, or last Sunday, not this past one, but the one before that, when he came on the show about um, should we abide by the government's laws like Jesus asked, but not the jaw, not those laws that are unjust, those laws that do not fit God's duty and need. Because they did not possess the wisdom or spiritual discernment of God, Adam and Eve could not possibly know how to properly use the new awareness that they had acquired. And this is the problem which has existed to this very day as we see shortly, or as we will see shortly. Man likes to think that he knows what he is doing. He likes to play God with the building blocks of creation. But the more he tinkers with the forbidden knowledge, the worse things become. And we totter um, ever closer to the brink of destruction. In the case of Adam and Eve, They had already shown their capacity for evil and the disobedience through breaking the Lord's very first commandment to Adam. So what would prevent them from committing further acts of disobedience? Having already succumbed to Satan's first lie, um, what would prevent them from disobeying further by attempting to partake in the tree of life? 
So this is what the Lord had um, to prevent at all costs. If they had partaken of the second tree as well, they would have lived forever. They would have lived forever making mistake after mistake, committing evil after evil as demigods in human flesh. And who knows, just as Satan had done, given enough time, perhaps that they would have uh, eventually become so presumptuous as to oppose the Lord himself and would have sought to ascend to the throne of God um, and their perverted with their perverted view of things. It is for this reason that the Lord had no choice but to oust them from the garden and place cherubims at the flaming sword at the entrance to protect it from their reentering it. So it was a point, you know, God knew all this stuff was going to go down. It was a point where he knew that we were pretty much damned, everyone here on this earth, you know. And uh, fortunately, he sent his son down here so that we had some opportunity, some way for salvation that we could enter heaven as the sinful people that we were. And we're being tested to this day, which is why we have free will. God doesn't want a bunch of robots. He doesn't want to snap his finger and says, do as I tell you. He asks us, he's like, follow these commandments, repent for your sins, accept um, Christ into your hearts, and you will have a chance to get into heaven. But you can't just do those things and continue the evil lifestyles that you're doing. We're being tested every single day. And ultimately, these tests are going to be what get us into heaven. We just have to keep on doing what we're doing, hold that line, strength, not only keep our faith, but strengthen our faith more and more every single day. So but you see. Satan wasn't about to be defeated so easily. So while Adam and Eve had failed to achieve immortality through Satan's first attack, the old dragon had something else up his sleeve, which he was hoping would work. Only a few chapters later, we find that the sons of God, rebellious angelic beings coming down to earth to mingle with humans and to have sexual intercourse with human women. Keep this in mind is that the people were still living for hundreds and hundreds of years at this time, almost 1,000 years in fact. So, and it came to pass that when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that were um, fair and they took their wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that. He also is flesh yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in this earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the, excuse me, came unto the daughters of men, and they were bear, they would bear children with them. The same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. And this is Genesis six one through four, King James version, and we've talked about this multiple times with Dustin of the yeah. Nephilim and how the Nephilim still exist today in some form. They just have the giant bred out. They're still the bloodline and so forth. They're still people with six fingers and six toes. So uh, if you would like to read more on this topic, I'm, I'm going to go through with this a little bit more um, and we'll get into one of the chapters actually discussed in Nephilim because his research on this was pretty amazing as well. The giants of the Genesis in the book of Enoch, the truth of heresy uh, or the truth or heresy. The basic idea seems that Satan was hoping to create a super race of evil beings, half human, half demon, who would rule the earth and possibly make um, an assault on the throne of God, which had been attempted multiple times in, in the Bible, uh, Tower of Babel um, with Nimrod. Uh, and then we're seeing other examples of that today with artificial intelligence, with the genetic altercation or modification, with transhumanism. 
So the devil hasn't stopped his plan. It's just become a little bit different, and they call it science now, which is why I discuss this one as being science and technology and the forbidden knowledge. So in fact, the beginning with their own children, Cain and Abel, it continued to get worse and worse until after the rebellion by the angels, the Lord had put down his foot and make a grievous decision. So, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every imagination of thought of his heart was only evil continually. And it, re, and it repented to the Lord that he had made man on this earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of this earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air for it re, um, so it repenteth me that I have made them. This is Genesis six, five through seven. So uh, thus we arrive to the same time of the great flood and Noah's day, which is also covered in other articles as well, which I will get into is um, at some point um, here in the future. One thing that we can um, be sure of is the Lord's word regarding Adam and Eve dying the day that they partook in the forbidden tree was indeed fulfilled. In fact, it was fulfilled in more than um, more ways than one. In one sense, their disobedience, Adam and Eve experienced a spiritual death that day. Their sin resulted in a vast spiritual gulf being created between man and his creator. In one of his parables, Jesus made mention of such a, a gulf. So, and besides all this, between us, you, there is a great gulf fixed so that they which have passed from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. And this is Luke 16, 26. So in another sense, Adam and Eve also died when they were separated from the Lord's presence to their ouster from the physical garden of Eden. After all, they are told that the Lord physically walked in the garden of Eden and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in this cool day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Once again, that was Genesis 3, 8. So this is no different than we're dealing with today. So what is hell? Hell is the separation of God. That's the heat, the evil stuff, the, the being poked with, with the devil's um, spear is nothing compared to the lack of God in your lives. Just like... Um, what do they call it when you find that relation with Christ? When you get baptized, when you accept Christ into your heart, you were reborn in the name of Christ. So you were reborn. So it's kind of the opposite of what we have here. So they died spiritually the moment that God kicked them out of Eden. And we are reborn the moment that we accept Christ into our heart because we now have that relation with the Lord and that chance to get into heaven. So we are kind of doing the reverse of what happened in the Garden of Eden. So... And they heard, or excuse me. So while some things dis, or excuse me. <clears throat> so while some may disagree with me, I believe that this verse means exactly what it says. The Lord, meaning Jesus, the Creator's Son, actually walked amongst the fellowship directly with His creations. What better way to enjoy them? This idea of the Lord talking to them from way off somewhere in space seems a bit silly to me. He was there physically, just as He was in Noah's day. He wasn't until after the fall and after the flood that the Lord began to distance himself more and more from humankind due to their own disobedient, rebellious, and unbelieving hearts. 
From then on, he only communed directly with certain individuals throughout the course of biblical history. And then today, I think that God's speaking to many of us more, but we can't speak to God or God isn't speaking to us and utilizing us and giving us those visions and allowing us to prophesy. If you guys remember, we did that on uh, last week, talking about the difference between prophecy and prophesy. Um, he's speaking to us again. But once again, we are in the days of Noah. We're seeing the same things happen right here. The only difference is that God said he wasn't going to flood us out again. He was going to destroy everything with fire. So returning to the fruits of the disobedience of Adam and Eve in a biological sense, following the flood in Noah's day, man's lifespan rapidly began to decline from hundreds and hundreds of years to its current worldwide average of under 100 years. This has been attributed to the many causes such as genetic deterioration, exposure to ultraviolet rays, lethal diseases for which were created by man with no cure, famine, poverty, war, natural disasters, overpopulation, etc. Um, regardless of how many reasons modern man and his science comes up with, they cannot ignore the inescapable biblical truth of this verse. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 6, 23. So death in our current world is a result of sin. So to die and leave this world with a relationship with God isn't true death because we are promised if you had that relationship with Christ, you accept him into your heart, you repented for your sins, spread that gospel from nation to nation, do everything you can, have a heart of gold. Um, we will not truly die. We will have what they say is eternal life. But for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Um, death in our current world is the result of sin. And this sin manifests itself in many different forms. As the Apostle John tells us, sin is the transgression of breaking of God's laws. So finally, I'm going to just end with these right here. Whosoever cometh sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. That's 1 John 3, 4, King James Version. So basically, we're dealing with the same things. Life hasn't changed. The devil has become incognito you know they at least knew what what god had told them in those words and we god we need to listen to god's words which is in our scripture which are the laws that were written which is the understanding that christ died on that cross and accepting them to our heart and it doesn't stop there because we do we need to repent we also need to work at doing the things that we need to do so that we have to repent less less um sin in our life less evil um, it becomes easier because when we start to do things now, having that relation with Christ, we are cognitive. We are aware of what we're about to do wrong. And often we stop before we commit that sin because God's speaking to us and having him in that relationship, we're able to listen. We're able to do a little bit better. But once again, God knew that we are all a bunch of sinners. He knew that the devil was attacking us from every corner, which is why it's important to have that relationship. Not only do I have that chance at salvation, but a chance to do right and to help others do right. This isn't about just ourselves. This is about everyone on this earth. It's about um, praying for our enemies and hoping they come around. Because like I said, we're all being attacked the same way. Um, you know, we're just lucky enough to have that relationship with our Heavenly Father right now. And uh, we just need to pray for that same thing, even for our enemies, because they themselves are being attacked from the devil. You know, it's um, exactly living righteously. Thank you, Matt and Hev. Um, 
we need to live righteously every day. We need to be cognizant of what we do, but we also need to be ready to help others and to forgive others, you know, and that's why it makes it a little bit easier every day for me to forgive those evil people in this world is when you stop and you realize no different than the devil coming after us, the devil is coming after everybody. Even those people that we call pure evil, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Adam Schiff's, the Biden's, mm-hmm. the Soros's, you know what I'm saying? Like they have also been affected by the same thing. The problem is, is they're not remotely close to having that relationship with Christ, which is why it's so easy for them to do what they're doing. But the moment that they stop, get on their knees, apologize, repent for what they've done and accept God of their hearts, even their lives will change. We just have to be very cognitive and remember that which is what makes it easier for me to pray for our enemies. Although I still have some trouble in some days. Yes. But anyways, guys, it is uh, out of time. So this, we will continue with this conversation again tomorrow. Um, we got a whole lot more about this uh, in multiple sequences as well. Cause like I said, this, the forbidden knowledge is, goes on and on and on. And not only is it mentioned multiple times in scripture, you go into other books like Enoch and so forth, and it covers this a little bit more as well. So we'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow evening. But in the meantime, guys, it is time for prayer. The greatest thing we can do, the greatest weapon we have. So if you would all bow your heads, we'll get into a little bit of spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for a beautiful weekend that we got to spend with each other, have a, a, the meal that you blessed us with and a house that you blessed us with, with family that you blessed us with. Dear Lord, thank you for that. It's the things that we take for granted, the little things that actually the biggest things, you know, that we need to start respecting again and, and thanking you every day for what you blessed us with. Dear Lord, even the times that we're in right now are very calm compared to the chaos that we're heading into. So I ask you, Lord, that you work into our lives every single day. Allow us to build our strength and our faith more and more in you, dear Lord, and help others find that same relationship. Don't let it be through the words, dear Lord. Let us example this into our lives. Dear Lord, when people look at us, let them be able to see you. That they, they know what we have is a sincere relationship. Let them see the pure soul that you have and the love that you genuinely have for this world and for others. Dear Lord, thank you for caring and loving us enough to get us to the point where we are, dear Lord. Some of us were a little more stubborn and it took a while to get here, but we are here, dear Lord. And we have a long ways to go, dear Lord, to continue to work with us and let us stay on that narrow path. Continue to let us step up and do everything that we possibly can, dear Lord, in your heavenly name. Dear Lord, when we sin, let us repent for that sin. But dear Lord, tomorrow, let us not even have to repent for that sin because we're not sinning any longer. Dear Lord, let us listen to the words that you give us and although you've given us free will, let it be our choice to follow your lead, dear Lord, to thank you, to recognize that everything that we have on this earth is because of you. Dear Lord, we have so much more to do in this world. We have a lot to do on this earth as you want us to do in heaven, dear Lord. One day we're going to be home, but right now, dear Lord, we are right here. So don't let us stop fighting. Dear Lord, let us never go to the sword unless that's the last choice we have, but let us never be afraid to defend our family, our friends, and anyone else, dear Lord, who is incapable of taking care of themselves. Dear Lord, let us have the rocks in our pocket, but let us not throw them until you tell us it's time to throw them. Let us not sit on our hands anymore because the devil will take idle hands and use them for his evil, evil deeds, dear Lord. Dear Lord, I ask, dear Lord, as we get closer to you every single day, that you remove the evil and the temptation and the trickery that devil is going to try to put into his lives. Dear Lord, let us not worry about what humans think about us, but let us worry about what you think of us. 
Let us not worry about our names being in the books of man, but worried about being in that book of life, dear Lord, so that we have that chance to get into heaven. I thank you, dear Lord, for all the people that you brought into our lives and you've blessed us with. We've got a community of spiritual warriors growing more and more in your heavenly name, Father. Recognize that we are all brothers and sisters and you are our Father. And I thank you for that, dear Lord. I just ask that you continue to let us hone the skills that you've given us so that we can have them refined by the time that we get into this war. Let us fear not, dear Lord. Remove all fear, stress, and anxiety from our lives, dear Lord. I ask you, Lord, that you please continue blessing our family right here for those that are reaching out with health issues. Be with Tammy and help Tammy continually heal with the issues she's been having, Father. I know you listen to our prayers, and I'm very thankful for that. Dear Lord, let us continue to pray for one another so that we can get over the illnesses, distress that we're going through. Bless all those people that are coming together, dear Lord, and, and working for you. There's a lot, dear Lord, but there can be a lot more. So let us remember to pray for our enemies as well. Dear Lord, thank you for blessing us with all the big things and the little things in our lives. Much of it we take for granted, dear Lord, but let us not take anything for granted. Let us appreciate every little thing that we have in our life. Let us realize, dear Lord, that any great thing that we do on this earth, we need to throw the glory and the thanks to you for allowing it to happen, dear Lord, because everything that we do on this earth is because of you. We have life on this earth because of you. We have a chance to get into heaven because of you, dear Lord. So thank you for loving us. And dear Lord, I ask that you allow us to love everyone the same way that you love us, even our enemies, dear Lord. I'm starting to understand that more and more, dear Lord, to just work in our hearts and allow us to be better people every single day. But dear Lord, thank you for us getting to hang out with, with our loved ones every day, our family, our mothers, our um significant others, our animals, dear Lord, just those little things, dear Lord, that we often, like I said, we take for granted. Let us just learn to appreciate it. Let that be what brightened up our day. Dear Lord, thank you for the platforms that you've given us and continue to speak to us so we use it in your heavenly name. The last thing we want to do is to mislead anybody, dear Lord, so let us be very careful about what we say about the scripture and about what we need to do in your heavenly name, dear Lord. Let us come together and just fight this battle in your name. We love you with all of our hearts, dear Lord, and we are thankful for everything that you have blessed us with. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Also, guys, uh, don't forget, um, Jay Wu had his uh, second show today. So if you missed it earlier, go back and check it out. I believe it's still under Jay Wu on Podbean, um, but he did uh, this one earlier today. So definitely go check that out as well as all the other people that are going to be doing their shows as well. So, uh, Livin, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I have a I have a birthday thing now. We want to wish Mary a happy birthday. Actually, right now she is her birthday. So, Mary, have a great evening tomorrow night. Enjoy your day. Happy birthday. Lots of love for me and Joseph. And we love you, girl. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. We love you. We're thankful for everything that you do as well. And also go catch another great Godcast. Um, yeah. Another great testimonies that took place on Friday as well. Um, yes, with uh, Jeff. Was that? His name was Jeff. Oh, last Friday was Jeff. Exactly. But anyways, I want to thank all of you so much. Um, remember that the uh, Q&A that we're going to be doing is going to be on Friday. That will be the, the Kilted Christmas Q&A giveaway. We're doing on Friday. Got some great gifts. If any of you want to contribute to some of the gifts that we're handing out to people with one of your crafts, just like uh, Crafty Nut did for us today, 
please reach out to us at kiltedchristian at gmail.com and let us know. And we will add that to our Q&A questions on Friday. Tomorrow, I will continue with this message. I'm hoping to um, reach out to Deuce Sprinklers and hopefully get him on Wednesday. Thursday night, we will be having um, MSM Liars on. We've already got a great conversation for that day. And then hopefully Dustin Nemos and MSM Liars will be back here with this on Friday for our Q&A. And Livin will be here as well. So we got um, getting our questions ready. So brush up on your knowledge. But guys, I love you all very, very much. I want to thank you so much for joining us for Kilted Christian episode 493. The Forbidden Knowledge, we'll be doing a part two of this tomorrow evening. In the meantime, have an absolutely beautiful rest of your night. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets regret the bombs bursting in That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave? Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your night, guys. I'm going to make sure to get a link for uh, J-Woo's um, Christian um, uh, Scripture show in our Kilted Christian Telegram so you guys can just follow it backwards and make sure to follow. Um, tonight was at 9 o'clock Eastern time, um, and then he'll let you know all that information, but I will make sure to put that link in there. But guys, have an absolutely beautiful rest of your night. Remember to brush up on your Scripture and brush up on the shows throughout the this particular year. We're going to have a big Q&A giveaway on Friday night. I hope to see you all every night, but definitely on that evening as well. We're going to have some beautiful gifts to give out to everybody for the Christmas holiday season. Hats are ordered. We'll be making, uh, getting all the uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts and everything put together once I know your sizes. So we'll put all the instruction of how all this is going to work out on Friday night so that we know exactly who got what. Um, addresses and so forth will be emailed to us and we'll get to that on Friday. But I love you all very, very much. Have a beautiful night. And remember, we are lucky enough to have this ends and that is God wins. So let go of the fear, the stress, the anxiety. We're going to get through this just fine. We just need to keep on praying, praying, praying. Hold that line. Spread the gospel from nation to nation. Repent for your sins and just be better people every single day. We love you all very, very much. Have a beautiful night and God bless.